Hello to you all. Um, so this is my second ever podcast. I still can't believe I'm saying that. My name is Alison Williams-Smith and uh, yeah, here we go. Um, so first of all, I've got to stop saying um so much, haven't I? <laughs> I listened back to the podcast yesterday and realised how much I said it. What are we talking about today? Well, yesterday I just kind of gave you the reason for doing this podcast. I was talking about what was a catalyst, which was my son's eczema. And that kind of kicked me into action, into um, starting clean living, I believe it's, well, it's called. So the clean living wasn't just for him, it actually was for me as well. And I guess in this episode, I'm going to look at the difference it made for my son, it was his eczema and a few other health issues, but it made a massive difference. He's now aged 10 and we started those changes when he was six. For myself, some of the changes kind of began in my th- uh, 20s, I suppose. I had just had surgery to remove most of my large intestine and I was told to take my lifestyle very seriously because there was only 11 centimetres left of it and I couldn't really afford to lose any more. So that was the kick up my butt that I needed. But you know what? You never really take your own self seriously, do you? It's only when you have kids. As I didn't have kids at that time, I still didn't take it too seriously. I still kind of ate what I want. I did keep away from milk and I did my best to only eat rubbish on the weekends. But hey, I'm human. So really, it wasn't until I had my children that I started taking it more seriously and looking at the fact that eating the wrong foods didn't just affect my stomach area, it also affected other parts of the body. Now, what I realised was the more I cleaned up my diet, the better I felt. But you try telling that to to somebody who's in their 20s and just want to have fun and eat quick meals. I guess if you are eating the wrong kinds of food but you're not being overweight, you don't tend to take it seriously. But when you don't take things seriously, they kind of kick you up the butt, don't they? So yeah, even though my son's eczema was a catalyst for eating healthy because I wanted to to support him, I should have taken it seriously years previously. I just didn't. Now, what I found was as a result of taking his eczema seriously and looking at myself, we weren't just looking at the foods we were eating We were also looking at the products we were using on our skin. We were looking at things around the house. For example, we we switched to more clean or green cleaning products around the house. We got rid of air fresheners. We got rid of the plug-in air fresheners, gave them all away, because obviously it was only me making these changes, not friends and not family members. And they thought I was a bit cuckoo, to be honest. So, started making small changes. We didn't do it all in one go. The food started first, we saw a big difference. The skincare happened second, that was after he had that massive allergic reaction. And then as I saw the changes in his skin and saw the changes in how I felt in my body, the other changes started. So, really I'd say to people, don't be tough on yourself. You know, it's it's hard. The changes are hard. It's only it, it it took something serious to make me take take my health seriously, and really it took my son. 
to, to take me, my own self seriously. So if you need a helping hand, give me a shout. You can always give me a text. Actually, not a text. What am I talking about? You can always send me an email on alison-tigsandmoo at outlook.com. Completely get what it's like. In fact, I actually at one point um, saw a hypnotherapist. And she, I saw her a few times actually. And I remember saying to her, I need to take it seriously. I need to stop eating things with wheat, gluten and milk in them. And uh, there was times when I still ate them, but I felt guilty. And the only reason I felt guilty was because it would put me in bed for a couple of days. Now, it seems really stupid. Why would you eat something if it makes you ill to the point where you're in bed? But I chose it really wisely. I would eat biscuits and cakes and stuff on a Friday. Um, Saturday, I'd look after my kids. I felt awful. But on the Sunday, when my, my husband wasn't at work, I could barely drag myself out of bed. And the crazy thing was, is I didn't take it seriously because after I had my um, surgery to remove my intestine, I went back to the consultant about a year later and said to him, I still feel a weird, you know, something still isn't right. And uh, my, my husband was with me. He was my boyfriend at the time. And this consultant said, well, what do you mean something doesn't feel right? Because, you know... I've removed the problem. So when I explained that certain foods seem to cause problems, and I think I'd narrowed it down to wheat and milk at the time, he told me that that was probably impossible. Now we're talking back, I had my surgery 2001. So 2002 I saw this consultant. And at the time he said to me, you know, there's a possibility you might have an intolerance to one food group, but you know, it's very rare it would happen to two. So. Why don't you take a good look at yourself? And it, maybe it's psychosomatic. Maybe you need to see somebody else. Because um, it could be a mental health issue. I'm doing a dramatic pause there because uh, I was shocked. My husband was shocked. And we kind of left thinking, oh, wow, well, if the consultant's saying it's psychosomatic, I thought it must be. My husband said, don't be crazy. You can't be psychosomatic because you only get ill when you eat certain food. So he was on the ball, but... As always, you'd think the consultants, the people that cut into your body, the people that spent years doing degrees and medical certifications, you think they must be right, they must know it all. Who am I to query that anyway? So it took several years more before I started taking it seriously. My husband saying, look, you can't be eating this rubbish on the Friday um, and not being able to be <laughs> to get out of bed on the Sunday. And, I, and the thing was, I, I planned it meticulously. I ate on the Friday what I wanted and sometimes on the Thursday. Feel rubbish Saturday, even worse on a Sunday and kind of all right-ish on the Monday, ready for work again. Um, but I was working part-time as well. So I, I, I always made sure if I felt rubbish, it was before before I was back to teaching because I was, I was a fitness instructor. I still am actually. Fitness instructor had to feel okay for the job. But it, as I said, it didn't just affect the stomach area. There was other things I didn't even, didn't even connect. What's that saying? Connect the dots, dots and cross the, cross the T's and stuff. I didn't connect that these other issues on my body were caused by what I found out later on was gluten, not just wheat, because gluten um, is, has a family of siblings. It's wheat, rye and barley. It wasn't just caused by gluten and milk. Sorry, wheat and milk. It's caused by gluten and milk. 
and these other issues from the top to the bottom were headaches, fatigue, sinus problems. I kept losing my voice, had to see a specialist for that. My joints, uh, my, my knuckles, my fingers clicked like crazy and they ached like crazy and they were also swollen. So even though I hadn't put any weight on, my, I had to get my, my wedding and engagement rings resized because they no longer fit. My joints would get inflamed. I was always taking medication for my sinuses and I would ache like crazy despite not doing a massive gym training workout. Um, hadn't lifted heavy weights, but my, I'd get backache, pains in my ankles, pains in my shoulders and neck. And I just put that down to maybe a bit of tension. Never got down to the bottom of it. So it was really, really strange as I slowly started to eliminate foods that I associated with my son's eczema and my um, gluten intolerance and my milk intolerance. As I removed these from my diet, I started to feel better. And I would say I felt about 70% better. So for those of you out there listening to this, don't just assume that when you eat the wrong foods for your body, you're going to get a rash or you're going to get stomach problems. It affects everybody differently. That's why I say, um, if you're doing a food journal, write down symptoms that are happening around your body as well. That's what I mentioned in episode one. I'm actually chuckling to myself as I'm, as I'm telling you this. Um, I'm not a very serious person, but um, just talking right now, it makes you realise how much you actually you put up with when it comes to your body not feeling right. I was happy to live with my body feeling, first of all, um, only that it was running at 50%. And then I was happy to, with my, running, my body running at 60%. And it still didn't feel right. So despite feeling better, I knew I still had lots of issues going on that needed to be... Uh, dealt with really my son was getting better and I was getting better but some things still weren't right so I would say to you all take it seriously it wasn't until I was speaking to the uh, the dietitian that realised that I had a gluten and a milk intolerance and not just a wheat and gluten intolerance uh, a wheat and milk intolerance she actually said well if you feel this rubbish from the food you eat they're just the external feelings Imagine what's going on inside your body, the things you can't see. That was an eye-opener. The things I can't see. You know, it's crazy because the reason I did these things to myself was because I could live with it. And as far as I was concerned, it wasn't life-threatening. Looking back, I was a bloody idiot because how could it not have been life-threatening when I'd lost part of my, uh, my intestines as a result as a result of not taking my food seriously. Now, I know the problems with my intestines weren't completely down to the food, but they were part of the problem. So when she said that, it made me think, yeah, the doctor who performed the surgery had told me it probably wasn't, it wasn't the gluten, it was psychosomatic. But it was my body. I know my body best, and it was time to start looking after it. If I took my, my son's body seriously and get gave him an, a now restrictive diet, which was no, no milk in his diet. Why wasn't I taking my own body seriously? And that was a kick up the backside that I needed. And so the change started from there, really. Mm, interesting, isn't it? You don't take your own illnesses and problems seriously, but you take your children seriously. Thank God I had kids. So for those of you who put your kids first, start putting your own needs equally as important because guess what 
Your kids have only got one set of parents and they need you in their lives. Mm, it's interesting. I sat here contemplating and it scared the living daylights out of me. What would have happened if I didn't make those changes all those years ago? You know? God, I sound like a bloody... Ugh, depressed. I'm not, a, I'm not a depressive person by nature. That's just not me. I'm a, I'm a glass half full person. Always see the bright side. <clears throat> so I'm glad I made these changes. But I do feel sorry for people out there that haven't got a clue what's going on with their own bodies because they haven't realised something as simple as food and something as simple as skincare could be causing so many illnesses that they can't work out. They think they're going crazy. You think you're going crazy, and all the while, it's because the doctors thought they knew best, and you listen to them. All I would say is listen to your body. Take it seriously. Take your health seriously. If making a couple of changes, like not eating certain foods, makes a massive difference, or not using synthetic or fragrant products on your skin, make those changes. You deserve it. You're beautiful. Treat your body the way you treat your children. Anyway, I've gone on enough, haven't I, already? Yeah, I think I've gone on enough. <laughs> I'll uh, be back tomorrow with a happier note. I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you how these changes can make massive impacts on your life and other things to look for. So uh, thank you for listening. Bye for now. Enjoy the rest of your evening if it's the morning. And if it's the evening, good night. <laughs>